With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Oscar Bevis for IFL TV. Delighted to be joined by Mr. Charlie Edwards, my man. So good to see you. Happy New Year. How are we feeling? Just a few days into uh, into 2024. Happy New Year to you too, and everyone else out there. Um, I'm feeling good, you know. Um, I'm going into 2024 in a very positive position. Um, ranked uh, top 15 with the WBC at Bantamweight. Um, I'm currently a free agent um, all round the board. Um, I've currently also got my own manager's license, so I'm managing myself now. And I've got some very interesting um, conversations um, due to ha- be had over the next few weeks uh, with different people. So. 2024 for me, I think it's my year. I think I'll be back. Um, I'm looking to jump into proper fights only. No messing around. Don't want to fight no journeyman, no stupid, pointless fights. I want to get straight in, dive in the deep end. Um, I've been putting a lot of work in behind the scenes, as I always have done. Like People think I've been retired, but I haven't. I've been grafting my arse off day in, day out in the gym. Um, and I've recently teamed up with um, my new coach, um, Stephen Smith. So going into 2024, I'm in a very, very positive mindset and I'm looking forward to a big year. Yeah, well, we've got loads to talk about regarding yourself and 2024 and the, the hit list, as some would have seen. But because of the recency, I just want to start with Sonny's defeat a couple of weeks ago in yeah. Arizona to BAM. Um, just your reflection on the, the fight, Charlie. Um, It was heartbreaking to see. I was front row, you know. Um, in a very um, Mexican-American-dominated um, arena um, as the away fighter. Um, it was it was horrible to see. Um, it really hit, hit, hit home. Um, I understand how it feels because I've walked the path before and, and been in the position that Sonny's in now. Um, I, I feel like he was, he was unlucky to get his vision blurred from the second round. Um, he he didn't get into his flow and his rhythm, which I would have liked to see him do with his footwork and his movement, which everyone knows Sonny's um, great at. Um, so, yeah, it, 
it weren't the best of performances. He showed a lot of heart and um, a lot of warrior grit inside of him, which is the bonus because everyone always asks that question on Sonny and always says that he run and he stood there and stood in the pocket and fought. Was it the right fight to fight? In my opinion, no. Um, but with his eye injury, he's saying that that's all he could do because he couldn't gauge his distance properly. So you've got to give him props for what he'd done in like the dark demons rounds that he had to battle through with, with blurred vision. So, um, yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, it was heartbreaking for the family. Sonny was really, um, it hit him. I could tell, even though he says he's all right and everything. Um, I can tell that my brother's a very competitive fighter, as you all know, all competitive in anything he does. So I know it, it's hurt him, but he's fighting the best, one of the best pound for pound. So he's he's mixing it with the top of the top, and um, he'll only gain experience from this fight. Um, I think he'll reassess a few things, and going forward, um, he will have learned a lot. You learn um, the most from your losses than you ever do from keep winning. You have to answer some real questions to yourself. So um, I think he'll um, sort himself out, brush himself down, and then go again in twenty twenty four. He maybe go down to light flyweight to get a two-weight world title. Or he may um, just sit around because I think Bam's going up to the super flyweight limit and um, the titles will become vacant again. And after that fight and being so highly um, respected by the IBF, he'll probably not be far off another world title shot. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's boxing, you know, and it's elite boxing. And it's what happens when you, you're mixing it at the top. And um, he should just be proud of himself and... I know he is that um, he took that risk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, one thing a lot of fighters can learn from him is how to chase and make a fight because it was brilliant, the build-up and the way he chased that unification. There were a few fighters who could perhaps learn a thing or two from, a, from that. Yeah. Just one thing on the experience. Obviously, you were over there. We saw you in the dressing room around the fight week. We saw you chatting to Eddie as well at the, uh, the fight day. Yeah. Five, okay? Outside yeah, of yeah. the performance and the fight, how was kind of the week as a whole for you in, in Arizona? Um. Uh, the week was great. It was my first time in America, so it's nice to experience it and go out there before my career actually takes me out there. Um, it was good to be around the matchroom team as always. I've always had a good relationship with them. Had some great conversations with Frank Smith and um, passing conversations with Eddie Hearn. So, yeah, it was a great week. Um, like I said, I, I was a matchroom fighter and um, there's no... There was, there's no um, no awkwardness between us and we have a good relationship still so um yeah it was interesting it was a good work week for me as well because of the media and doing the um the brother um versus brother podcast sort of thing with um David Diamante was a good little experience and um I met Joshua Franco and although he's retired now um I think he's M and R and whether he'll come back um and yeah like it will be a fight maybe potentially in the future if that ever does happen. And it was good to meet him, you know. We've got a lot of respect for each other. Um, we both watched each other for many of years. So, um, yeah, it was a good week for me. Very good week. Well, 2024, let's hope it's two time for Sonny and obviously for yourself as well. Um, right, yeah, let's well, talk about... I keep, I keep saying to him, I said 2024 is a year we both hold world titles at the same time. Yeah, mate, fingers crossed. Well, I'll tell you what, if we, if, if we, you're going to hold this world title, obviously there's going to be some wicked fights on the way. Let's talk exactly. about a couple of them. But before we do names, have you got anything penciled or nearly penciled in? Um, I haven't got anything nearly penciled in. However, I have, I have come into 2024, as everyone knows, the bo 
towards the back end of the years, once them shows are done, it's a bit of a boxing break anyway. And then the new year starts and then the conversations start heading. Um, so um, I've got a few conversations lined up with a few different people. And um, yeah, and I'm looking to get back as, as soon as possible. You know, I like I say, I keep myself fit all year round. I only need six weeks to jump into a 10-12 rounder. Like I get sparring and I'm good to go. You know, I'm never overweight. I'm never um, far off it. Um, I'm ultra professional, so um, I think once you've had these few conversations, um, I'm heading back to um, Liverpool where I'll be basing myself um, uh, with Stephen Smith um, and going into the Rotunda gym. So um, I I join them in the next ten days. I think I go out there on the fourteenth of January. So I'll, I'll settle there, get in the gym, and um, yeah, I, it'll be positive. Everything positive, you know. When I, while I'm back, um, there's a boxer show as well, which I'll go along to and have a few conversations. So it's like I've got a lot of opportunity out there, and listen, I think a lot of promoters they need uh, British fighters who are going to take proper fights nowadays. Um, too many people are playing at it, and um, it, it's not looking good for British boxing. So. I think the promoters are going to be hard this year, which then fits into my narrative of making these proper fights. Um, I've I've got my name, I've got my brand, you know, like um, a former uh, undefeated WBC world champion moving up to um, um, Bantamweight, which I've been at now for a few years, just because I've been quiet. I've been developing and performing at Bantamweight for a few years now. I'm ready to explode onto the world scene again. And I'm fresh as well. I've not, not had, I've not been worn worn down by hard ward fights you know what I mean coming to the peak years of my career and my experience is, is growing and growing every single day so um yeah I think I fit it very well and I think the um the next few weeks I will have some ink pencil dinner I do yeah well I want to start by talking about when I say mentioning names about Paul Butler obviously an ex-gym mate of yours and I don't want to be a shit stirrer but someone to me anyway <laughs> it sounded like you kind of did a particularly rate I'm, I'm listen, to that. listen, listen. Um, no, do you know what? Yeah, I, I've got respect for Paul. Like we've always been on a level, like on a level of like talking respectful to one another for many of years. Um, but like this is boxing, man. Like there's no friends in the industry. Do you know what I mean? Like especially at your weight division. Um, I I rate him as a fighter, but I've got his number, and I'm confident in saying that. I, I would say he's never took a round off me. Ever took a round off me. You haven't done, I mean, and from what you were saying, you, you didn't even get the chance to do many rounds, which I find no, like, you, you like, didn't spar what, during your time together. This is what, like, this is, what is, is so a madness of it, you know, because like, when you think I, I went to that gym, in my head, I'm like, yeah, that gym is going to be great. I'm going to have world-class sparring in-house. We're going to mix it amongst each other. And then we'll um, have loads of other sparring in. I only sparred him in the whole of two years when I was there wasting my time. Um, four or five times, max. Like, I was getting, I was too much for him. Like we, and, and then we was only doing four rounders and I was like taking him to school. Like, and, and that's not, in, so I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way. I'm just saying it how it is. Um, and I'm not sure if my old coach, um, Joe Gallagher didn't didn't think it was the right thing to do because I was getting better of him too much. And yeah, it would have knocked his confidence going into big fights. But you would think it when he was going along to fight Casemiro, 
<clears throat> going to fight in Nui. You'd think I'd be I'd be one of the main sparring partners. I operate at a very high level. I'm very sharp, very fit, and I'm 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 getting very strong now. Um, but it just never happened. And um, the sparring partners that come in was always ones that like he was very comfortable with. So it was like I don't know if that if for him as a fighter that my old coach wanted to let him get confidence going into these big fights. I don't feel I like I don't think it it is Paul as much because he's a fighting man and and like he fights anyone he fight Casemiro fight um a new way. So I I know he's a proper fighting man. So I'm not sure if it's him. I'm not sure if it's um Joe was protecting him at the time. But now like I'm away from from um them like it makes perfect sense like i'm 15 he's number seven with the wbc um he's just fought two fights against like 10 cans and knocked him out and they're trying to say like we're going on to win another world title but they're they're conning conning the public and conning everyone by just racking up wins against people that really the boxing board shouldn't even allow him to fight or just fought a new way and now going to fight someone called the batley bulldog with two wins and like 26 losses like and then you're going to just try and hold out your little world rankings just to either get a payday or something it's like come on why don't the two two british fighters that will obviously get a good payday fighting each other there's needle there there's a big storyline behind it um it would make perfect sense for us two to fight it could be a pre world title eliminator or it could be a world title who knows like how it can be if the if the right promoter picks it up, um, I've I've also actually waiting on a call from Paul's promoter because obviously I manage myself now, and I know he really wants to make the fight. So the only reason why the fight will not happen is I don't even believe it's Paul because I believe he would fight me because he knows it's a good fight and he knows the British public will get behind it, be a good build up, it'll be everything. But I think the problem is Joe, Joe don't allow his fighters to fight for his own ego sort of thing you know um and it's pathetic like um so you'd have to ask the question directly or a media channel would have to ask the uh, question directly to joe gallagher and say would you be up to making the fight because all he does is ignore messages if it don't sit his narrative and um he will probably tell the media people don't mention Charlie Edwards before even accepting a fucking interview, which is so embarrassing because I know he does that. Like, and um, I just want to be in big fights, you know. Paul's number one in Britain, yeah. He's number seven in the WBC, yeah. I'm I'm number fifteen in the WBC. It makes sense, you know. It's a good fight that um, that people would be interested in. Two former world champions, Paul being a two-time world champion, going for his third time, and me already being a world champion. So for, for this fight not to happen, it's ludicrous and it's bad for British boxing. And we already had one, Cal Yafai, who absolutely made a joke of himself. Mate, that was going to be my next but, point. I can see that like, there must be an angle of frustration from your side that you lost out on the potential of either a massive like a world title fight one day or a headliner with Cal Yafai who's now retired and the potential of another one could slip away. Yeah, and it's embarrassing. But what does that go to show? Not confident fighters. If he was really confident in, in, in beating me, you'd fight me. And why wouldn't he fight me now? Like, I'm coming off inactivity 
Like everyone will be looking like, oh, he ain't even been serious about boxing, inactivity. But the only reason why it won't happen is because Joe knows what I do to him and Joe wouldn't want to put his ego and reputation on the line when I went in, if I go in there and do a number on him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I mean, I know we want to talk about the future, but because you mentioned Cali Fire, I just kind of want to brush over that quickly. Are you disappointed that the retirement simply because it's a fight we never got to see? Um, I'm disappointed in his retirement. I wish him all the well in life, you know what I mean? But if we're talking boxing, I'm disappointed in him. But I'm not, I'm not um, naive to know exactly why, because I would have knocked him out. And I'm saying that right now, I would have put Cal to sleep and it would have been very much more embarrassing fighting me and getting put to sleep and all the British public seeing it than Cal, Yafai going off there and no one even cares anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, it's not brought no media attention. To me, it looked like he knew he was retiring because he had it all put in his, his um, fight kit before he fought. So what kind of fighter goes in? Um, to a ring and we're not even wanting to be there. One that gets knocked out in the first round and we see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, that's been and gone. Um, so fingers crossed that the Paul Butler fight isn't a domestic fight that, that slips through the net because, mate, domestic yeah. fights are just, are just what and we want. And Britain, like, Britain need it right now because we do. We do. the shows are dying. Like, bums on seats, like, people in attendance isn't the same as it used to be. And the only way it's going to be like that is if you're a proper a, a British fighter who loves boxing, who's passionate about the sport, who dedicates their life and craft to it, give the British fans what they want. Do you know what I mean? Because they deserve that. And you, deserve, and you should be doing that because at the end of the day, if you stop doing it, boxing's going to die. And it's not good. And we need British boxing to boom. And the only way we're going to do that is two British rivals fighting one another. And especially when two are former world champions, that's the, the creme de la creme. People want to see that. Yeah. We're, in terms of when we're talking about fighters, perhaps not wanting to fight, if, if we go kind of broader to the world scene and, and the fighters that you want, do you feel like you're going to have to go down a route where people are going to be forced to fight you? Because I don't think personally you're going to kind of get the chance to get a voluntary or, or off any well, of the guys. I, 
I got the voluntary off number one in the division, Rosales at the time, who was off yes. a free knockout streak. Do you know what I mean? Banging everyone out. And I got gifted that and I upset the apple cart. So, um, like, history repeats itself, you know. I think it's pretty clear people can see that I am always training. I'm always in the gym. I'm always developing. And um, I'm just getting better and better. Isn't that like a reason for them bottle, not to give you the I'm voluntary? Like a, I'm like a fine bottle of wine. <laughs> get better with age and um yeah i don't think i will get a voluntary if i'm honest with you and um it's um i i'm not gonna sit here and sulk about it do you know what i mean i just want proper fights you know like i want to be a part of big events big nights big time boxing and be in arenas and putting on a show for everyone like will i get a voluntary probably not unless a promoter comes on uh in the next few few weeks and they can position it in a financial position where it makes sense for someone to actually fight me. Um, but I'm a high risk, a very high risk. Um, but you'd think people who are trying to become world champion again would want to fight. But it's just, that's, that's a problem with boxing where it becomes a business and it's, um, it's, uh, it's not very fair for like, for boxing fans who want to see proper fights and, the only way to get to the top is to have proper fights. The ones who dodge, ditch, dodge, dive all the way to the top, they always get found out. So, um, yeah, it's an it's annoying, but um, I, I believe 2024, my time's back. Yeah, yeah. In terms of names, I know there's loads of guys that you mentioned in um, your yeah. video you put on YouTube. Um, what other guys are kind of on, on your radar? I know, I guess it's going to be uh, the, the main uh, guys, the top guys. Yeah, of course, like, like, I want the main guys and I want the top guys. That's the end goal. Do you know what I mean? Like there's um, Tak Amanue's brother, um, Anaya brother, Tak Amanue, WBA route. I would love to fight him. Maybe I'd have to go through Rodriguez who just knocks Cow out in a round, um, which I would, uh, I've actually asked about. Um, I asked Matram about that, if they've got um, fight opportunities on him. And I'm not sure if the WBA has actually pushed him towards a world title eliminator. But I was prepared to just jump straight in there with someone who just knocked out how you're flying around because I believe I'll beat him, you know, and I, I know what I'm operating at. Um, and it was put that one to bed as well, that I'm better than Cal, and that's why he never fought me. Um, and, um, yeah, but there's, it's just anyone and anyone. Do you know what I mean? Everyone and anyone. Like, I'm easy to make fights with. I manage myself. I'm at the end of a phone. Like, um, and... And I'm I'm ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I want to fight Maloney. I've been wanting to fight him for a very long time. Um, That's my favourite fight out, out of a domestic yeah. fight, Maloney. That's a, such a sick fight. It's a it's wicked such fight. a sick fight. And do you know what? It's two English-speaking yeah. natives. Do you know what I mean? So that can call for a massive fight. Like we can build that in a very good way. Um, there's obviously um, Santiago. He's an um, a Mexican-American, so he'll I think he'll be English-speaking. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, which is another big fight who just beat Glanair. Um And, yeah, so they're the three world champions. The IBF is actually vacant at the minute, and I'm not sure who's fighting for that. Um, but they'll be on my radar as well. I just need, like like I said, I'm closest to probably Santiago because I'm ranked 15. Paul Butler's a step on the journey that I believe and that makes the most perfect sense for him. And me. The only one it don't make sense for is Joe Gallagher. Yeah. Um, and that would put us further up 
whether it would be a world title eliminator or whether it would be like one before a world title eliminator. It puts us in a position to go on and fight Santiago, whoever the world champion is at the time or how long that takes, you know. Um, WBO, um, I, I need to try to get a world rank, ranking back with them. I was ranked number... Um, I was actually ranked last year. I was actually... or. Yeah, about a year ago, I was ranked like number two with the WBO. But because of my inactivity um, and all the crap and bollocks that I believe I got put through, um, which kept me out of the ring, um, now I'm not ranked with them. So that was kind of like when the when the new wave vacated the belts, it was looking like it was going to be me and Maloney. But making the worst decision I ever made in my life of being managed by someone. Um, that I believe didn't manage me right, um, in my honest opinion. Um, I, I've i slipped through the net, you know, but with these mistakes, you learn lessons and you're more experienced for it. So um, try and get my WBO um, world ranking back. And um, then then the, the, I've said the IBS is vacant. So it's just, I just need to make moves now, you know. Um, like I said, I've got very good conversations to be had. But I want big fights, you know, um, and I will I will travel to fight as well. Like being a free agent gives me that opportunity to. I have got a name um, and I bring eyes every time I fight. So if I'm in, in a proper fight, people are going to watch. So like, I'm not really fussy, man. I'm just I just want to join a fight. That's that bantamweight. And I don't know, like say if it say say like I've seen a Strada. He's just moved up a weight to bantamweight, isn't he? So maybe he'd want to fight me in his first first um, fight in bantamweight. Who knows? I don't know who he's who he's planning on going down. And then if there is like, um, who's the one? Who's there's an interim world champion? And why, why does his name slip my my head? You know the one Bam knocked out from Mexico, Cas- Casidas, is it? You know, you could could just could just yeah, yeah, that's yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. He's down at um at uh, band, uh, at super flyweight and interim WBC world champion. Do you know what I mean? If Estrada moves up and the, and there's and they need someone to fight for the the title and he vacates, I'll ju- I would jump jump down to super flyweight just for one fight. And I've told I've told Frank Smith because I'm not sure if he had like options on him or if he worked with their management that I would I, I would I'll fight him straight away. For, for the WBC, a, a former undefeated flyweight champion, fight him. you know, I, that's what I would do that if that come up, you know. So I, I believe there's going to be many opportunities for me this year, but it's just like sitting at the moment and it's just like making it happen, you know, and that's 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 what I'm doing, uh, making it happen. So in the next few weeks, I do believe I'll have good conversations and I do believe I will be um, have a fight. So We'll, we'll make it happen. I'm easy. I want to fight everyone. I've always wanted to fight everyone. I've always mixed it and never said no to a fight. So it's, um, yeah, well, the door's going to open, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's how it should be. Anyone can get it season. Um, first week of January, right? So right now, when do you mm. want something set in stone by? When is your, like, personal deadline? Have you got one in your head, like a time where... You, I, want, I wanted it set in stone yesterday. Oscar, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted it to be a deadline yesterday. I wanted it to, to be set in stone three weeks ago. Before but when do we hit panic stations? When do we hit panic? When do you go? For, Mate, I, do you know what I've fight? learned? Do you know what I've learned from these last two years of my inactivity from the ring? Yeah, is control what you can control right now. Right, 
I'm managing myself now so I can control conversations and I can control the things that happen, um, which has put me in a, a very good light. I don't know if you, you're aware, like I've been back on the scene from the last um, probably four months. And that's since I've been managing myself because I am promoting myself now and pushing my own career. I'm having great conversations. I'm being at boxing more. I'm being at having conversations because people actually want to work with me now. Um, so I want to be in big fights. Um, so I these last four months, I'm back on the scene. I'm back in interviews again. Like I'm, I'm back around boxing um, and people are buzzing about me, asking me when I'm fighting. I've made my own YouTube channel. I've called out people, which is something I've never done before. But I realise that's what you have to do now in this uh, modern day media and in the sport of boxing to actually create narratives and build up hype and and build a storyline behind things. So, um, yeah, I, I I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in panic stations. These last two years, when I weren't in control, I was in panic stations. And I, I, all I learned to do was control the controllables, and that was waking up every day, trying to be as positive as I can, and getting my work done, being consistent, and being aware that what I'm doing now is going to pay me back in tenfolds when when my door gets opened. And timing is everything. I've been there before, but all this hard shit that I've had to go through and in dower, I believe it's been a um a kind of like a godsend mission to me to toughen me up and to make me the person I need to be for when my time comes to deliver because I've asked for big things and I dream big and and that's what I've had to go through so I'm not going to hit panic stations um I know how I'm performing I know that um my activity is not in activity because I've been flying around sparring I've been training like a madman like I'm fitting the most fighters now than they probably do than they go into fights on. Like so I'm 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 good as gold and I'm not gonna panic. Um I, I've got full belief and trust in the universe that something is gonna come my way over these next few um uh few few weeks and listen, what's another month after being inactive for all this time and being fucked about with, you know? So um twenty twenty four is is the start of a fresh year and I'm in the probably the best position I've ever been in. In, in my boxing career being a former undefeated world champion, you know. Wall Street Memes Casino. I'm fine. And Sportsbook. Sign up now for a $20 free bet. Just use the code IFLTV24. Sign up now. Terms and conditions apply. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.